Bezer Hashem, this is Sefer Maimari from the Rebbe Rashab, from the year Tuf Resh Ayin Tet. It spells a tear at the crown. So in the first Maimar, a few lines down, he says, Anu Amrim Sof Mai Sefer Machshav We say that the end of action is in the beginning of thought. Machshav Yibachinus Chachma. Kmaimar Machshav Yavala Loit Parash Laomin Diovla Hubachinus Bina Machshav Yibachinus Chachma. Says in the time that seals We say that there's a world of atzilos. It's a world of thought, like a world of divine thought, which means, as he's going to analyze, it's the idea of the revelation of the hiddenness of the infinite light of the emanator. Blessed be He, that the light of Hashem is infinite with infinite ability, and then we have this level called Atzilus, which is a revelation of that hidden infinite ability. So obviously, to reveal something infinite first requires an initial constriction, an initial hiddenness. In order to reveal anything, first you have to conceal a total infinity, because total infinity cannot be handled or revealed. So first there is some sort of limitation of absolute infinite ability, to reveal the idea of a divine thought, so to speak. Okay, is going to explain. Okay, the Sefer Yitzira gives an example of this. What do we mean that there is an initial hiddenness of absolute infinity, which is completely ungraspable, to then reveal a divine thought, so to speak? It's like how a flame is hidden inside of a coal. That inside of a coal, or you might say a flint rock, that there are somehow, in the Ramaka Kadoshka's examples like this, that we say philosophically, theoretically, there's like fire inside of the rocky source. Like you hit a flint stone, sparks come out, fire comes out, or there are flames inside of a coal. So that's like, says the Sefer Yitzira, this world, this world of divine thought, which is that Hashem's power is endless, but it comes out through revelation via a tremendous constriction, like flames coming out of a coal. That at first the flame is hidden inside the coal, and then the coal is lit up and reveals the flame from inside. Meaning, that the flame that comes out of the coal, let's say it has certain colors and certain behaviors. It's got a blue part, right? at the bottom of the flame and then as you go up the flame it gets whiter and it flickers and it moves and it dances in this way all those properties all those abilities all those colors 
they existed conceptually inside the coal, just that it was invisible. And by lighting up the coal, you can take that flame, which was always there but invisible, and make it visible. So too, Hashem's expressions in this world and all of his expressions that are endlessly possible with endless literally possibilities, those are invisible. And it takes a constriction like a coal to make a constriction, an experience of a constriction, and then from out of that constriction comes the appearance of a dancing flame that was invisible until you made a constriction like a coal to make it be able to be seen. But that dancing flame was always there. It's nothing new. It's always been there, but it was impossible to see until Hashem created the situation of the tzimtzum, the situation of the world, the situation of a hiddenness, that from within that hiddenness now can come a revelation that now we can see a dancing flame that we couldn't see before. So too, this whole world and all of its experience, every single color, every single move, every single shade of energy in this entire universe, with the world of the five senses being just the tiniest bottom tip of the iceberg, with many, many, many endless chains of spiritual worlds between that and the tzimtzum and then Hashem's endless ability called Ein Sof, all of that experience was existing inside of His endless light, but it was invisible, it was completely ungraspable because it was subsumed with infinity, with endless possibility, which by definition cannot be grasped because there's no end. So there's nowhere to begin grasping. So through its simsum, now all, certain possible experiences that Hashem chose to reveal over others are able to be revealed, like a flame coming out of a coal. Now he says, how can you imagine that there was the dancing flame inside of infinity? He says, it's, here we'll give you a different example. It's the way that we say that you can have a gem, and on the gem you can imagine engraving letters. And the letters, you know, they're nothing different from the gem. They're just, they're just carved into the gem, into the precious stone. But it's really just a stone. It happens to have engravings on it. But it's not like you painted letters on the stone. It's just shapes in the stone, but it's one stone that happens to have shapes carved into it. So too, is we can imagine that concept that all there is is the one infinite light. Before the tzimtzum, before the experience of constriction, all there is is the infinite light. That infinite light has capacities to express itself in so many different worlds. And here we are looking at our world, living in our world, and here we have an expression of certain expressions from within infinite light. Here you have it, the world. And this world existed too, inside the infinite light, we just couldn't see it. Because it was like the way that when you chisel words onto a gem, 
they're still just a gem. So too, when you imagine that this world was like chiseled into the possible realms of infinite worlds that could have been expressed from infinite possibility of infinite power of Ein Sof, so those particular possibilities of experience and expression were there, but there was still yet only one infinite light, like how you can chisel words onto a stone, and you can say that there are words there, yet there's only the precious stone. So at that level, since it's still only the infinite light, we couldn't grasp this world. Yet there was a possibility, there was a preparation, somehow within the infinite light, it was still only all infinite light, yet a preparation to make a particular world, a particular set of experiences. And the world of Atsilos, which we say is a world of divine thought, is that particular worlds, particular possible expressions, particular dancing flames over other dancing flames, emerged into a revelation out of complete obscurity and hiddenness as they were previously subsumed in the oblivion of absolute infinity. And behold, what eventually emerges through its simsum, through a constriction, such that a possible world and set of limited experiences can emerge out of the obscurity of absolute infinity, where they existed there but couldn't be seen before, is what is revealed is what was already there subsumed and included originally in the infinite light, you just couldn't see it. Like an organism whose exoskeleton emerges from within itself. And it's only the organism enclosing, enclosing itself in itself. So too, Hashem's infinite light is only enclosing itself in itself. His infinite light, His infinite power of endless expression, unlimited, is enshrouding itself and concealing itself and enclosing itself to reveal itself inside of a limited set of possibilities, which those limited set of possibilities were included in the infinite set of possibilities. And those limited set of possibilities called our world emerge out of the unlimited set of possibilities. And now the power of the unlimited set of possibilities is revealing itself inside of that cloak of a limited set of possibilities, which we call our world. And truly, it's not just the the fact that now we have a limited set of possibilities which emerges from within infinite power to reveal where it was obscured and couldn't be seen before, but now it can be seen and the infinite is enclothing himself or is enclothing his infinite light within a limited set of possibilities. But it's not just the limited set of possibilities now that is revealed. It is also still the infinite endlessness, the infinite ability that is dancing inside of a limited set of infinite po- of a limited set of possibilities that's the deeper understanding it's not just that hashem hid his endless ability 
And now all we see is this limited set of worlds, but something more interesting happens, whereby his endless ability, his unlimited power, dresses up inside a limited set of possibilities. And as he's been saying, those limited set of possibilities have always existed inside the unlimited. Like the flame that was always inside the coal, but you couldn't see it because it was too obscure because everything was infinite and there was nowhere to grasp. Now, the limited set of possibilities emerges. But then, it's not just to reveal a limited set, it's to reveal the unlimited within the limited. It's that the, that the power of unlimited light re-expresses itself, interestingly, amazingly, miraculously, inside the limited set of, of the world, this garb. Okay, what does all this mean? Mahainu, Aide Nu Kudas or Shimash Aidezaba or Abligavul Bikinas Gavul, the Leoshin Yunatimsum Bi Galus, Fait Gabrus, Bikinas Kakavul, Shabo, Harihu Magbil at the or abiltigvul da or Shibikinas ain't so bab bikinas mido gavul. Okay. Zeo Shmagbil Rak Bikinas Akhrona Shiba or fine. Okay, Yesh Bakav in Yanima Fakim. Shahari called Chalkus Meakav, Shazel Indian Malamata, Vishabaulamus, Vespiros, Shahua Idea Kav, Shababakinus Mido Gavul. Kumokain called Kalos Hinal Idea Kav. Now he's explaining something very interesting called the line, the Kav. That the Kav is that after the infinite power of Ain Sof, endless ability, conceals itself in order to reveal itself by expressing a limited set of possibilities and hiding every other possibility. And then within that limited set of possibilities, expressing his power of endlessness and the expression of endless ability within a limited set of possibilities we call a line. It's called a, a, a thread, a chut. It's called a thread. And in this thread which is source and infinite unfettered ability, descending into a realm of limited possibility, this thread has opposite qualities contained at once. First of all, it's the source of all separations and divisions and splitting off into categories and separate identities in this world, because as a thread, it's the beginning of levels. It's the beginning of, a, if you have a line or a thread, which is a line, you have a top, middle, and a bottom. So it's the beginning of separation into separate identities of top, middle, and bottom before begin before middle and la- and and the end, beginning, middle, and end, top, middle, bottom, that sort of thing. That's what happens when you mix a thread of infinity of unfettered unfettered power descending into a realm of limited experiences. It splits off into top, middle, bottom, beginning, middle, end, good, bad, in between. So, so that sort of thing all opposites, all polar opposites, 
good, bad, and in the middle, sweet, bitter, and in the middle, all those sorts of things. Because what happens is, says the Rabbi Rashab, is when a impulse of unfettered, infinite ability is descending into a realm of limited possibility, so that the limit, the, the, the factor of limitation, the factor of the limited possibility of this world, he says, like overtakes the power of infinity, and forces it that, yes, it is a power of infinity, but it's descending into a world of finitude that's overpowering and limiting, on purpose, the endlessness nature of this impulse of light and forcing it to express in different levels. But this is obviously a very interesting, very, very interesting confluence here. So, on the one hand, because this, this ray of infinity, of endless, unfettered ability is descending into a realm of limited possibility, so the force of limited possibility, and the Leshem explains this very clearly as well in his, in his derech, like overpowers the, the endlessness nature of the thread, forces it thereby somehow, and this is all from Hashem, these are just diff- these are Hashem's ways of revealing his two abilities: his ability to express endlessly and his ability to limit his own expression. So, in this case, the ascendant powers of the power to limit his expression is placing a limit and a boundary and forcing the behavior of the the impulse of infinity coming into this realm of limited set of possibilities to behave in a way of a line that has a top, middle, and bottom and to create separate identity, the expression of separate identities, such that all possible separations begin from this line. Okay. But this line does something opposite as well. This thread of infinity, at the same time that it's the source of all divisions and separations in this world, coming off and creating each thing in its own sep- ultimately separate nature, it's also at the same time, it's a thread. And from the force of this thread of infinity is at the sa- very same time all force of connections and tyings together. So fascinatingly, from this impulse of infinity, of endless ability, of unfettered, unbounded power that threads down and descends into this world does two opposite things at the very same time. It is the origin of creating all separate items, but it's at the same time the force that binds separate items together to really just be an expression of Hashem. So it's an unbelievable miracle that now that you have this collision between absolute infinity with no boundaries descending into a realm of limited possibility, which creates a overpowering limit on this power of endlessness, something amazing happens where now when the two meet, like male and female joining, is created a world that on the one hand simultaneously splits off to create Endless separated identities at, at the end of the day. I am not you and you are not me on the one hand. And that chair is not that tree, is not that sun, is not that star. But at the very same time, 
The fact is, is that every object in a hidden place is intrinsically tied together such that actually everything moves and sways together and is just really one light of Hashem. Meaning to say, what well, the miracle that occurs when this thread of infinity, of endless power, descends into a realm of, of, of limited set of possible experiences, what happens is, what happens is that we're just revealing Hashem's infinite ability within a realm of set of, of finite possibilities such that what reveals is really just infinity again, but in a certain shape, in a certain color, in a certain sway, in a certain movement. So it's really, we, you end up getting what you had before, which was, it's only an expression of infinite possibility. But now you can experience it because it, what, what this expression does at first is to first express what looks like a, a million, infinite, trillion, myriad expressions of separate, seemingly, seemingly separate objects. And that comes when there's the ascendancy of the power of limited, of limited, <coughs> that the light of Hashem is descending into a realm of limited possibility of limited possibilities. The light of Hashem is descending into a realm of limited possibilities. So what that does is it forces that at first, the expression of the light is appearing to create what looks like endless amounts of creations and creatures that look like one has nothing to do with the other. But at the same time, because this light is coming from absolute infinity at the very same time that the light looks like it's creating a bunch of separate objects where no object has anything to do with any other object at the same time because the light is sourced in infinity and endlessness that has no bounds so at the very same time that the light is expressing separateness and looks like separate creations, separate objects, at the very same time, that light, because it's coming from absolute unity, absolute endlessness, is at the very same time tying together, tying together every single item, every single item that not only is every single item related to everything else, but really it still ends up being just one light again, because since everything is actually in a hidden place, completely bound together, completely bound together, and completely, completely every single item in a very hidden place is cooperating with every other item so intensely to the point that it's actually just one light, voila, what do you have? Actually, every object is actually just the same light as every other object, meaning all we have again is Ain Sof. It just looks like a box. It just looks like an angel. It just looks like a star. It just looks like a globe. It just looks like a, like a sock. It just looks like this and that and that and, and this person, that man, that woman. But actually because from, from the most hidden place, they're so intensely cooperating that they're really all just one the same thing. In fact, the quantum physicists know that inside of every particle in the universe is the entire universe. That means that really all there is is one universe. Translated into Kabbalistic terms, there's one Adam Kadma. Translated in, into Hasidus, there is just one revelation. It's the revelation that there is only Hashem, 
that is revealed in a set a limited world where that's the only chance we have of having any experience at all. And from the fact of seeing that there's only Hashem in in a realm of limitation, which we which Kabbalistically is called Adam Kadmon, the the primordial thought of a structure, whereby it is experienced that within a realm of limitation, within a realm of of an of a possible existence, is understood that that all particulars is just the expression of one essence. That is the hidden, hidden, most intense root whereby everything is so intensely cooperating in the root that it's really just one light. And from there, the force of constriction becomes more and more powerful such that that one existence ends up looking like, that one universe ends up looking like a chair, a person, a bird, a squirrel. But then the Kabbalists teach us that, well, it looks like a squirrel. Well, it looks like a bird. But you know, what looks like a cow can become a kosher steak and then becomes you when you eat it. What looks like a tree produces a fruit, which you eat it and becomes you. And then when you use the energy from the mitzvah, you know, it becomes a mitzvah. So it never really was a cow. It was just a mitzvah. It never really was wheat. It was bread that was that became a mitzvah of giving bread to somebody poor. So it wasn't, it wasn't, a, a, it wasn't a, a wheat seed and it wasn't a stalk of wheat and it was never bread. Actually, it was a mitzvah. It was a mitzvah. It just needed to clarify what it was. And then when it becomes a mitzvah, what that expresses is that really we're so, when you do a mitzvah, what you're really doing is you're making, you're making the fact that the whole universe is actually cooperating and that it's that the whole universe is actually cooperating so intensely that it's really just all one thing. It's really just all one light at the root. I mean, it's called Adam Kadmon. When you do a mitzvah, you make you just make that reveal. The fact that when you give somebody tzedakah, you really reveal that you and him are the same are the same light. That you're not separated. Call Yisrael Ravenzel is that you just reveal the truth. We'll stop it there.